Hello, hello, I'm Lisa Marie and welcome to the Macro Coach Pro Podcast. Over the last seven years, I've scaled my macro coaching business to transform hundreds of women's lives with a balanced lifestyle approach to health and fitness. And now I'm helping online coaches like you do the same. I'll be sharing my secrets and industry-leading strategies with you. Whether you're on a personal fitness journey or looking to get epic results for your clients, the Macro Coach Pro podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast and happy new year to everyone who's listening to this as it drops. We are officially in the first day of 2024, which is so exciting, a little scary, and just like such a whirlwind of a year last year. And I'm very excited for 2024. I am entering this year with such balance and like such gratitude for my business and the direction it's going and my programs and my offers and just like work life, travel, all the things. So we are starting off this year with things you need to make sure are in your coaching container for a successful year. These are things that I have implemented last year or are starting to implement this year for a kick-ass year, essentially. And I wanted to share them with you as you are planning for your own growth this year, as you are auditing your own process, as you are designing your own program, your own protocols. We need to make sure we have these things in here for not only your success in your business, but your client's success in your program. Because we know when clients get good results, they are more likely to talk about you And their friends and family will see their results because the results will speak for themselves, but they also have the potential to refer you, especially if you have a good referral program set in. And when that happens, you just gain more traction with clients. You get more epic transformations to showcase. And when you get results, your clients are happy. When your clients get results, you're happy and your confidence improves, right? And when your confidence improves, you can show up more confidently on Instagram. You can show up more confidently on sales calls. You just have that authority. You have that confidence. You have that competence. And you have this like beautiful cycle of people referring you, staying in your program throughout the year because they're just seeing continued results every week. And you're feeling good, which also makes like content super easy and sales super easy. And so all these wonderful things are happening in your business, which is so exciting. And we can, it can be a win-win, you know, we can have a really successful growing business with stable revenue, right? Of clients re-signing month after month and you don't have to worry about them and you feel good about that, but then you have new clients coming in, but then you're also creating these really cool transformations for your clients because the longer they stay in your program, the better their transformation is going to be. So how do we get them there? What are some things we need to ensure are in our coaching program to create this success, to create this almost like cycle of, you know, referrals and confidence and stable revenue and transformations and and just having people talk about you and your program in a good way, of course. Um, We're going to go over five things that I think are kind of top five that um, I use in my business and 
um, hopefully you can implement and use in yours. So the first one that you really, really need to put together for your coaching program to be successful are activation points. I have a whole other podcast training. I think it's actually alive in in the Facebook group. So go join that if you haven't joined the Macro Coach Pro um, or the Macro Coach community on Facebook. But activation points are super important for predicting success with your clients. So you need to be really clear about what is it that is going to allow my clients to be successful. What are the things that almost like activate that client's success and progress through my program? So thinking about, okay, what needs to be activated for a client to essentially lose weight, build muscle, get toned, find balance, right? And keep these to like five. It doesn't need to be a huge long list. But we need to have a clear direction of what our clients need to be doing and hitting for them to be successful in your coaching container so you can keep track of this and you can audit it and you can say, okay, well, you know, um, I don't know if this client's going to do very well because they're not, you know, um, hitting these, these markers essentially. And Orange Theory does this actually. Orange Theory has different activation points for their customers and they basically like activate a customer when their customer has completed their first class, when their customer has, um, you know, like, like logged into their app or like set up their profile or like, you know, all these things. And so they're very specific. So, you know, I want you to think about this for your coaching program with with your fitness clients. So maybe, you know, the the first thing that kind of activates a successful client in your program is maybe they send you their first check-in, right? That way you know, okay, this client's going to be successful. They know how to check in. They are checking in. They're doing it correctly. They know the process. Like that's really important. And as simple as that sounds, the people that slip through the cracks are these people that kind of like do things kind of And you're like, okay, this person's just going to be like a special client or whatever. But when we kind of change the standard of how things are happening, that's when, again, people slip through the cracks. Um, So that's a great example of a first like activation point. You could also have when they attended like their first, so their monthly call. So I do monthly milestone calls with my fitness clients as a way to retain them. It's a retention technique that I teach inside of Macro Coach Pro um, and that I teach to my mentee clients. And basically if they have attended a monthly call, they're activated to be more successful. So that's like a metric that we're we're going over because I know if a client never attends that call, they're not as likely to be successful and retain because they're really missing out on you know the benefit of that call. Other activation points is you could have their, you know, like messaging history with you. So, you know, does a client message you back? Does a client check off their daily goals and trainerize? Does a client ask you their first question, log their first day and hit their macros, you know, within the targets that you want them to hit? Do they, you know, um, like give you the, like the information you need to 
help them track a meal out, right? Like sometimes even navigating a weekend successfully is a good activation point. So the list could go on and on, but think about top five things that really make a client successful in your program that need to happen. So you can audit and make sure that those things are happening and happening well for a client to be successful. So you can have activation points with clients. You can have activation points in group programs. You can have activation points with even like team members. You can have activation points with yourself of like, okay, what do I need to do for each client each week for them to be successful, right? Do I need to, you know, message every client, give them a midweek check-in? Do I need to, you know, follow up on whatever the the goals that they hit to hold them accountable, right? So, you know, thinking about activation points in a lot of different ways. The second thing I want you to have in your coaching container this year to be really successful is a scorecard. So a scorecard for your clients is a tracking monitoring system for your clients that basically is going to allow you to um, kind of label your clients red, yellow, green, in terms of how well are they doing in your program. So activation points are predicting success. So you're like, okay, these are the points that are going to get them to be successful. But a scorecard is that monitoring and and that tracking of like, okay, how are we doing? And so on the scorecard, you can put things that you need your clients to be doing daily, weekly, monthly, in order to see, okay, this this client is progressing, they are engaging, they are participating, things like that. So, you know, showing up for weekly check-ins, not just during their first one, but like, are they checking in weekly on time, following, you know, the procedures, things like that? Are they hitting their macros within a certain target? Are they completing, you know, a certain percentage of the workouts that you've prescribed for them? Are they showing signs of, you know, positive biofeedback? Are they, you know, getting a certain percentage of steps in that you set for them each week? You know, things like that. Are they opening your messages? Are they watching your check-in feedback when you send them like a Loom video or something? And then you can kind of create this criteria of saying, okay, well, you know, this client, yeah, they've checked in like every week. They're hitting their macros with 90% compliance. They're getting uh, like five out of five workouts in. Their biofeedback is positive. I'm going to like score this client as like a green, right? And maybe you highlight them, their row on the Excel sheet, or you give them like a little green check mark. That client's good to go. Maybe a client stops and they're kind of, you know, checking in more sporadically. Maybe you've stopped hearing from them so often. Maybe their percentage of compliance with protocols is like it's normally 90%, but now it's maybe 80%, 70%. Maybe they, you know, are kind of slow to get back to you. Maybe some biofeedback is a little bit off. Like maybe we're going to mark that client as yellow. Like, okay, we, we really need to keep an eye on this client because, you know, they're not doing as well as they were. And, you know, they're not doing bad, right? They're still checking in. It's just more sporadic. They're they're still messaging me. It's less frequently. So we kind of need to figure out, okay, what's going on with this client, right? And let's help them to get back into this like green criteria that you have. Red, 
these are the people you're going to score that are maybe ghosting you. Maybe they, you know, aren't hitting their macros or any sort of protocols with less than 50% accuracy. Maybe biofeedback is all over the place, right? Maybe they're not seeing as much progress as you want them to or they want to see, right? Maybe they just don't check in with you. Maybe they've had a failed payment, whatever it is. Those babies are red, right? Those are people you need to be on high alert and get back into the green. And that's why the scorecard is helpful because you have this criteria of like what made them red, what made them yellow, what made them green. So when they become these colors and you're tracking and monitoring them, you know exactly what needs to be tweaked and toggled. So you have a very clear like intervention point of like, okay, I need to, you know, work on this with them or, you know, I know I need to like get their biofeedback better or I know I need to come up with, you know, a check-in intervention for them, right? So it's very clear and you're not just spending week after week hoping the client does better, hoping the client secretly gets more motivated, but you know what to toggle. And that's a good business, you know, viewpoint for you is, okay, out of your, you know, clients, whether you have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, how many are green? How many are yellow? How many are red? And if more than 30% are red, that that's probably a coaching container issue and we kind of need to look at your systems. If less than 30 of them are red, you know, you're good, but we kind of need to, you know, tweak some things to make sure that number doesn't get higher. If everyone's in the yellow, maybe we just need to look at kind of tweaking and improving some of your program design or your systems or you know, the way you check in with clients, maybe it's not super clear, maybe you're not holding the boundary, maybe it's too complicated, right? So really, really good thing to monitor and look at when you have this like CEO day for your business or CEO hour, whatever you do, to make sure your clients and your business is looking healthy and that your retention is looking good because we want people in the green. Another part of what I want you to include in your coaching container for a successful year are monthly surveys. So we send out monthly feedback surveys. So start this in January and we send it out at the end of each month. And it's basically, it's a type form, but you could use Google form. You could just use like a Word doc, whatever you want. We keep ours anonymous and I like the um, anonymous aspect so people can be really open and honest. And we just ask them what's going really well in the program. What would they want to see included? If they have any ideas on how to improve, we value a really good check-in process. So we ask about, you know, how's the check-in process? Is there things that you would want to change? Um, you know, do you have any ideas for like community calls? Is there anything else you'd like us to know? And I have learned so much from my clients throughout the months with these surveys because I have learned what people mostly don't like. I, I find people, and this happens like with reviews too, like online, people talk about what they don't like, but people rarely talk about what they do like. And so these monthly surveys open up to hear both sides, right? Because sometimes you might hear clients message you or put in your check-in things that they don't like, but sometimes you don't get or there's not a lot of space for that positive feedback. 
Um, and so it's nice to have these monthly surveys to give them that space and that reflection. And people are really honest, especially when you kind of pump it out every month. It's like, okay, what is top of mind? I've gotten some great ideas from clients on these surveys. I've known what I need to improve on um, in terms of like our check-in process or, you know, like just other things in the business um, in terms of, you know, like messaging and stuff. So we have gotten really good ideas for community calls in there. Um, there was, you know, some feedback too on like, you know, okay, like, you know, how we used to have this resource or we do have this resource portal for our clients and we just gave every client like a login, right? And in my client check-ins, I was telling clients to refer to certain documents in that portal. I was like, this is great, right? They get this huge portal of resources. I get to just, you know, like refer them to one. They can go in, look at it. Everything's organized. It's all in one place. I had a couple people in the surveys tell me like, you know, it's too much for them to log into this thing and look at this resource. They wish I could just like send it to them or have that be a little bit more customized in terms of us like giving them these resources as like as they're needed within the context of their check-in. So what I've started to do is send clients, you know, individual resources from the client portal versus just saying, you know, oh, watch this video or check out this guide in the portal. I think it will be helpful. Now I've started like sending it to them and I've noticed clients are actually utilizing the resources more and they feel more supported because I'm taking the time to like send it to them individually, which is great. And then, you know, some clients too, like we hold the boundary pretty strong on our check-in days. And some clients are like, I wish, you know, you are more flexible with the, you know, the check-in time, um, you know, with my schedule or whatever. So, you know, now we've allowed clients to like check in on the weekends and like we just like get back to them on Mondays versus forcing everyone to submit their check-in on Monday to create that flexibility in a way that still works for me and in my business flow. Um, so really, really helpful feedback um, in terms of, you know, what's what's not going well and what is, right? Like we've gotten really good feedback on, like our messaging and like how we hold clients accountable and they just appreciate, you know, certain things about our coaching style. And obviously that's good to hear, but please implement monthly surveys and feedback for anything you want to know, like middle of the year last year, maybe it wasn't the middle. I don't remember, but we switched from trainerized messaging to WhatsApp messaging. And I put that in the, the monthly survey. I was like, you know, we are thinking about switching over to WhatsApp for these reasons. Would you be open to trying the app? Most people were open to trying the app. So we tried out the app. Then the next monthly survey, it's like, how are you liking the app? And people liked the app. So we stayed with it. And that also incentivizes clients of like, hey, we're making some program changes. Like we need you to weigh in. Like you can't complain about changing over to WhatsApp if you gave me no input on changing over to WhatsApp. Um, and so it's just, it's helpful. And I kind of remind them of their, of it each week in their check-in, like, Hey, like would love your feedback specifically because X, Y, and Z, or Hey, you've been a client for a while, would really like your feedback in this survey to, to continue to improve it and make it better. Um, so, you know, really nice 
send it out. We just send it out in our group chat, but you could send it out in an email. You could drop the link in people's, you know, message. And if you keep it anonymous, you really don't know who's filling it out or you can have them put like an optional name on it too. Uh, totally up to you. Make it short, make it sweet. You're going to get it every month. So it doesn't need to be this like long thing. You can change up the questions um, and stuff too. The other type of survey um, that I think is really nice to have in your coaching container is some sort of offboarding survey or mid program survey with a space to put a testimonial. A lot of people don't have actual systems to gather testimonials. And so a client leaves and they're like, oh, dang, I should have asked them to like write this. Or, you know, they're trying to work on like content and case studies and social proof. And they're like, I just don't have anything. And while we can use a lot of our current clients to create case studies with like messages that they send us, things they put in their check-ins, um, stuff that they tell us on calls, if we can create a survey that kind of naturally asks questions about what they're liking in the program, how they're feeling now that they started compared to, or how they're feeling now to compared to when they started, those types of things are really helpful and naturally give you that testimonial. So, you know, 90 days into your program, send a survey out, right? How's the program so far? What are you liking? You know, would you refer us to a friend? Like, you know, is this program more or less than you expected? And most people will be like, it's more than I thought it could ever be, you know? And so you naturally get those testimonials. And then at the end, you can add a question of like, hey, would you be willing to uh, do a video testimonial? And maybe you incentivize them with like a little coffee or some sort of little gift. Um, and then that's just space to prompt and cue people to give you testimonials um, along with them already kind of giving you one with the types of survey questions that you ask. Um, so I like to do that maybe mid-program, 90 days in, kind of depending on how long your coaching container is, uh, but then offboarding too, like, you know, send them a survey um, as part of their, you know, last week with you or something. Um, and that way you can have that in a system for it because um, testimonials are super helpful. So, so far we have activation points, we have scorecards, we have monthly surveys, and then we have offboarding surveys that lead to testimonials. The last thing you do need in your coaching container for a successful year is mentorship. So having someone mentor you, mentor your work with your clients, create some ghost coaching, create some system auditing of how you are designing your coaching program, how you are coaching your clients, how you are programming and writing protocols, how you are, you know, doing your check-ins, how you are, you know, keeping and holding your clients accountable, how you're communicating with them, how you're helping them through mindset work. This is something I wish I had so early on in my program because there, we don't really have anything to compare ourselves to, right? All we see is, are our clients retaining or not? Are our clients getting results or not? But like, could they be getting results faster? Could we be doing better? Could we be retaining them longer? Is our program on par with the other programs out in the industry? Are we offering enough? Are we offering too much? 
So to have that lens and that mentorship and that guide and someone to bounce ideas off with in your coaching container, even for a short period of time, is so helpful because it not only creates more confidence in you of like, okay, I got this. I'm doing it right. Someone kind of gave me the check of like, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing things correctly. I'm not like missing anything. But also to bounce ideas off of in order to help you get through those difficult client situations and make sure that, you know, you are really truly being the best coach you can be. And when you can put, you know, heads together of people where you have more types of ideas and minds working on different client cases or, you know, just even sparking different ideas for your coaching program. So much can happen. So much growth can happen because you gain that experience of that mentor and you can bleed their experience into your coaching program versus waiting years to get that experience in your coaching program. And you're going to level up more in your coaching and your authority and your social proof and your results and your confidence when you have that mentorship, when you have that guidance, when you have someone kind of auditing those checks and balances in your program and allowing you to continue to develop professionally, right? Even in corporate jobs, there's always room for professional development. My husband works for Microsoft. Every year he has to earn, they're similar to like CEUs, um, like, you know, that you need for like your NASAMs or or whatever. Uh, But he has to do like a certain amount of hours of professional development. And while they annoy him, they're also that kind of forced space to grow and learn and become better. And, you know, these big companies do that because there is benefit and value to that, right? If if we're kind of staying stagnant and we're not, you know, searching out, you know, furthering education, mentorship, you know, development in our own skills, we're kind of falling behind because these newer coaches are coming in with, you know, the the not the latest and greatest, but new coaches are coming in with that that industry leading, right? type of education and development because they're investing in mentorship, they're investing in high-level courses. And so, if you got your cert a while ago or if you just have like, you know, a nutrition cert you got a couple years ago now, it's really time to, you know, make sure that you are receiving that mentorship from people who are, you know, doing the market research to look for the best things and they're continuing to grow because they have mentors themselves. So you hiring these people is a little golden nugget for your business, even if you hire them for a couple months, right? To just come in, give you feedback, and then leave, you know, and that's how I'm actually starting in my 2024 is hiring people to, you know, look at my business, help improvement with the lens of like what they specialize in, um, in terms of like program design or marketing or sales, um, to really give that lens, you know, to, to me to make sure I'm growing in all areas of my business. So, Really, really recommend hiring a mentor even for a short amount of time and investing in that and saving for that each month, right? Maybe you save 20% of your revenue each month 
for mentorship or to invest in a certification program or continuing education or, you know, going to like a conference or something, um, uh, you know, to continue to learn, grow, network, and just get in a room with people who are where you want to go, right? And who are doing really cool things. So that is it for today's episode. We went over activation points, scorecards, monthly surveys, offboarding surveys, and mentorship. These are the top five things, in my opinion, that you really need to be implementing into your coaching container this year for a successful year. So I wish you all the best in 2024. We are still putting out monthly pod, or not monthly, weekly podcast episodes this year. So be on the lookout. Feel free to DM me. Um with any podcast ideas you have. If you want to give us a review or rating, that really helps us too here on the podcast. Uh, But I hope you all have a kick-ass 2024. Excited to see the big things that you, you do for your business and your clients. And I'll catch you all on the next episode. Congrats on finishing an episode of the Macro Coach Pro podcast. If you learned something new, share and tag me on Instagram. And don't forget to join the Macro Coach community on Facebook. You can click the link in the show notes. Until next time, bye friends.